welcome to The Leadership Line, a podcast that covers everyday work issues from dealing with jerks at work to feeling burnt out. Tammy and Scott's experience, along with their different perspectives, help listeners grow, examine realistic options and alternatives, and identify those actionable solutions to the tough issues we face every day at work. How do you know when you're ready for promotion and how do you ask for one? <laughs> number one, you're never ready. Number two, you should never ask. Oh, okay. <laughs> Cause you're never ready. Yeah. <laughs> oh goodness. Cause I, oh. I, I, I think even when you're prepped, I don't think you're really ready. You well, think you, you're ready and don't you, get me wrong. Yeah. You ready. think you're ready. And then you get there and you know, and you're like, Oh shit, this is, I was not ready for this. Well, the other side of it, I mean, if you got a promotion and like it was easy peasy, <laughs> well, well, I mean, congratulations, I guess yeah, you exactly. got a nice raise. <laughs> okay. But the piece of that in all honesty is if you truly are getting promoted into a new job, you are never really ready because you're doing something you haven't done before. You don't have the skill, you don't have the experience and you're getting the promotion, but it should kind of be scary as hell. Yeah. And many leaders I know who step into leadership the first time. And I, and I think it's, it's different based on different levels. I think depending on organization and do I move from frontline to a supervisor or am I, you know, a VP where I have multiple managers reporting to me or multiple disciplines where I, yeah, I was really good in marketing or I was really good in operations, but now I have to oversee operations and operations and, and, uh, you know, IT or something that, you know, I think, I don't know that you're really ready for that. Because there will be surprises and there will be things you don't know, you don't know. And um, to me, the number one thing is fighting the urge to do the same things you did before that made you good or spectacular that people tapped you on the shoulder and said, you are ready for promotion or we want to promote you. Um, See, I think that's the piece. It's like you're sitting in this other job and you're going, yeah, I, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. But in fact, what's really weird, if you're truly getting promoted, you have to actually stop doing what you're good at and then start doing something that you don't know how to do necessarily. And that's, like uncomfortable and a little kind of takes you off your game and you you kind of lose your confidence because you don't really know how to do it really well yet. And in that other job, you were super competent and you got complimented all the time and you were seen as being super successful. And now you've gone over here and all of a sudden you're not feeling good and confident about it because it's brand new. And so you have this tendency to go back and do what you used to do because you felt good and confident there. But if you keep going back and doing the thing you used to do, you're not going to get good at what you need to do for the new job. Yeah. And then, and then you don't, worst case, 
you you get fired because you didn't meet the expectation of that new role, right? You that's that's the worst it. thing. Yeah, you didn't grow into it, and they went, "Oh, you can't do it. You're out of here." Yeah. Um. Or you get demoted, or you get moved to a different right. I mean, you have all of those things. Or I think what's almost worse is you do you you don't figure out a way to stop doing what you were doing and you continue doing that and either no one notices or your team kind of picks up the quote slack. And so you're, you know, your new group of people are performing adequately and you get stuck. Do you know, in the old days, <laughs> as Scott likes to remind me, right. They called that the Peter principle. You would get promoted to the place where you were no longer successful. And what happened in that spot is you got stuck there. And sometimes an organization allowed you to stay in that spot and be, quote unquote, incompetent or not really good at it because you'd been a really good employee, but they promoted you one step further than you were willing to grow. Or they add resources around, hey, I feel bad. I promoted Sally or I promoted Bob and I don't really want to let them go. I promoted them to her. Well, I'm, I'm going to surround them with other support systems and you throw people at it or whatever, and you're really not solving the problem. Well, and what happens is then that person doesn't grow. The other people come, become resentful because that their boss isn't doing a great job in that particular spot. And so that Peter principle is really painful for everyone. And unfortunately, we do see organizations promote people before they're ready or promote them beyond where that person was ready to grow. And when that happens, it's bad for the individual, it's bad for the team, and it slows down the organizational growth. And when they're good human beings, and by the way, sometimes we have people who have been promoted who are great human beings. I mean, you really like them and they're wonderful people. They just got promoted too fast, or they just got promoted one step beyond where they really wanted to put in the effort and energy. And so in that particular spot, and then their career stagnates. And we do see this a lot of time with individual performers who get promoted into leadership positions, and they hate it. They were great individual contributors. And they we put them into leadership because they were our best individual contributor. But leadership is a whole nother skill set. And so sometimes they have such a terrible experience in leadership because they got promoted too soon that they never, ever want to be a leader again. And they leave it and they never come back to it. And for me, that's one of the saddest things that we can do to someone who's a really good, like solid employee. And we don't give them the skill sets and the background and the training. And leadership looks easy when it's done well. <laughs> There's nothing about it that's easy. And, and if we promote people in it to it too soon before they're ready, um, just because they're a really great employee, sometimes they never, ever become a leader again. And we miss out on what that talent could have been. So I actually... Promotions, sometimes we take them because of title, we take it because of the money, we take it because of the status. It's not the reason to take the promotion, it's not the reason to want it. 
You have to think about the work. What am I going to be doing on a daily basis? And am I interested in learning that? And I'm willing to let go of what I'm currently doing to go do the work of what that new job requires. It really is thinking about it from that way instead of the bigger salary, quote unquote, you know, more prestige, more influence piece. Because the work you do every day determines whether you like your job or not. And I, and I think to, you know, to Isabel's original question, how do you know you're ready? <laughs> I, I think if, if we say, well, okay, you're set aside, you're never ready. And we, we talk through that. I think the number one thing is you're performing your current job at above, I'm going to say above average, above the base, as well as you're taking more on without being asked. Yeah, it's it's volunteering, it's finding a way to add value, it's going beyond the requirements that are necessary in the job to show that you have the capacity and the drive. And it's also not waiting for the organization to feed you, but you're going out and gathering what you need, the education and the experience, not because someone said go to this training course, because you wanted to go. You went after it, not somebody said, why don't you? And, and I do think it's a shared responsi- responsibility, right? A shared responsibility between that leader and that individual from a growth perspective. And, you know, sometimes, you know, Isabel's second question is, well, how do you ask? I mean, obviously, oh, hey, I saw the job posting. I'm going to post for it. Okay. Hey, if it's not coming up in conversation and it's not, you know, there's, doesn't seem to be anything. I think that it's a question and a conversation with your leader or another leader in the organization that you respect. Hey, I'm thinking, I, you know, I'm really interested in becoming a supervisor, becoming a manager. You know, what what does good look like? What you know, what would I need to prepare to be considered? It's that question. And I think what happens sometimes is people say, "Hey, I'm ready." Why, why can't I have a promotion? No, now it's about you versus about the organization and your desire to grow. And again, it sounds like, no, don't, you know, we have to hold people back. That's not, it's, it's really is. I love what Tammy said. It is about, are you contributing? Are you adding value in the organization's eyes? And then are you aligning to culture, value, all of you know the values and all of those things that make you either the potential leader or a leader that can grow into something in the future. Scott, you said something really important that I want to go back to, right? Like if you are a person and you're saying, hey, I really want a career, right? I don't just want a job. I want a career. I want to go places. I want to have impact. I, I want to make a difference in whatever the field that you're in. You know, I think one of the important things is to literally go to different people in the organization that are throughout the organization that might be a level up. And in that particular space, just saying, tell me what your job looks like. Help me understand how you spend your time. What kind of stuff in your job brings you joy? And what kind of stuff in this job is kind of like not fun, the drudgery of it? Okay. And just go and do what I would call, you know, like 
interview them. You know, I want some information about what it's like in that particular role. And if you're in human resources, go to operations and have that conversation. And if you're in operations, go have that conversation in marketing. And if you're in marketing, go have that, like go everywhere and listen. Because here's the other thing. Sometimes we don't even know what it is that we want because we haven't been exposed to it. And if you are curious enough to just go ask those questions, when you find the one that goes ding, 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 that that one kind of like, that sounds cool to me. Then you can ask the next question. Okay. So what are the skill sets that I would need to have to start down that path? And then go get them. And sometimes that means going and getting another degree fine. You need an MBA, you need an MBA. Sometimes it's not a degree though. Sometimes it's just experience, like, you know, experience in presentations or experience in leading a meeting, um, experience in, in leading people. Well, there's lots of places you can do that in volunteerism kind of places. You can also say, hey, what special projects are out there? All of those are ways that you are going to go educate yourself to get some of that experience. And you're getting it because one, something sounds interesting. Two, you ask the questions. Three, you go after it and they're going to watch. And when people in the organization watch someone do it that way, it says, ah, this person, one, tried to find out what they really were interested in. And then two, went after it. And then that's someone that's worth investing in And then the organization starts to invest. And as they invest, then when the opportunity comes, those things come together. So notice who did the work first. The company hired you to begin with, but the next step was the employee doing the work to show them why they were worth investing in and where they should invest in. And as the company pays attention, then they probably will follow that out. So it is a two-way street. Okay, but don't do it again just for the money or the title. Go find the thing that makes your heart sing, because where you end up in your job is a heck of a lot more important than the title and the money. It's doing something that brings you joy long term. And that wraps up this week's episode of The Leadership Line. As always, feel free to reach out to us in the emails provided in this podcast description box and be sure to check out our upcoming episodes always announced on LinkedIn. Thanks for tuning in and we'll see you next week.